0: Pain in Our Head podcast contains themes of coarse language, adult themes, and the discussion of mental health themes. Some content may be emotionally challenging. If you or someone you know is at risk, please visit the description for mental health and suicide prevention contacts. Enjoy the show. going on?
1: I'm Caleb. Audi. I'm Christian. So
0: first episode came out today. Christian, how are you feeling?
1: I am super, super pumped about it. It's gone off without a hitch. I absolutely loved it. And I got really good feedback today. And one of the messages that I got was actually from my co-host today. And he doesn't know that I'm sharing this with you guys. So just going to quickly play a little snippet from what I got from Caleb. And this, I'm throwing him under the bus but because I owe him. But at the same time, it really does mean a lot to me because this is how I feel too. So this is what Caleb said at the end of a message he sent me today. Enlighten us all. Um, yeah, I have a good feeling about this. I, I really do. I think this is going to work. I think a
0: lot of people are going to be attracted to it, and and that's what I'm doing it for. I'm, I'm doing it so that some people can really feel something from it, and you know, I I just if it, if it stops one one kid, one person from from you know, or if it makes them have a second thought, um, then that's that's what I've done it for, and uh, that's that's all. I'd I'll, I'll be happy for that. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Turned into a bit of a long message.
1: So that's, yeah, <laughs> that that was great, man. When, listening to you say that, it was great to hear you express the, the same thing that I feel about it. As long as one person yeah. hears our podcast and changes their thoughts at the time, then that's mission accomplished. We've done exactly what we came here to do and – I'm having an absolute blast doing it. So I am super chuffed about the podcast going live on all the streaming platforms and the video going up this morning on YouTube. It's, it's been great. What do you, what do you yeah. think? Yeah. Oh, obviously, you know what I
0: think <laughs> from that message. But yeah, that's right. It's, it's gone out to all platforms. which is, It's really exciting to see something or a project that you've worked on or had the idea of for so long. Uh, come to come to life. And that's, that's right. That's what we've done it for. So th- there's a fantastic line in a bliss and song. I can't think of the line off the top of my head, but uh, it's something along the lines of it can stop that kid from jumping. And th- that, that line from that I'll, we'll have to talk about that bliss and song when I, when I remember it, but yeah, I really, I really like that. And that, that's what I'm doing the podcast for. So yeah, I'm really excited about everything. All the feedback that we've gotten has been fantastic so far. Uh, and we've been able to take that into consideration and work on it, you know, it's a, it's a work in progress and projects are always like that. And we, I think we mentioned in the, the first episode how we wanted to open up to the community. We wanted this to be a community project. We wanted to get as much community on board as we could with this. And I feel like we've already done that with just the first episode airing
1: today. So really excited. Yeah. I'm happy with it. It's, yeah, it's been a journey already and we're only on our fourth episode. Yeah. So let's jump straight into this episode, hey? Let's do it. And today's episode is about coping mechanisms, adaptive and maladaptive. So we will just jump straight into it because it's a huge topic and if we wanted to cover the whole thing, we'd be here for many, many, many episodes and we'll probably come back to it later on because coping mechanisms are a huge part of dealing with mental health. So what is the meaning of coping? It's the use of one or various types of mechanisms Mechanisms (laughs) that are intended to reduce psychological stress. So coping with a problem. That's what coping is. It's just dealing with a problem that's in front of you. It's doing what you need to do to get through the situation that's presented. <clears throat> and that's that's it. That's all it boils down to. And there's so, there's so many different types of coping mechanisms out there and they all fall under um, five different styles. And we're briefly going to nut over those five styles because we, like I keep saying, I feel like we could make a clip. About us referring to how many episodes we can make about a particular topic because I think every episode we brought it up. Oh, we could do a whole episode on this. There could there would be a whole clip, a minute long, of just Caleb or myself saying, Oh, we could do a whole episode on this. (laughs) (laughs) So the five different styles of coping mechanisms are emotional focused, and that's changing your emotions towards a situation. And not the situation itself, changing how you feel about that particular situation and how you're perceiving it. Then we've got problem focused, and that's planning out your actions in response to a stressor and mm-hmm. applying that to change the situation itself. Then we go on to meaning focused, and that believing that you're not in control of that situation that it's it's been taken out of your control and that it is to do more with the universe or karma or a higher power just kind of removing your i don't, I want to say accountability but not quite so like it's just believing that it's not in your control at all like this is just something you have to deal with and you just that's how you cope with it. And then we move on to social coping, which boils down to leaning on your friends, your family, your support networks within the community, reaching out to those resources that we have in our descriptions, like calling up those numbers when you need to, and just reaching out to somebody or a group of somebodies that know what they're talking about and they want to lend an ear and help you get through that situation. And then the last one we've got is avoidance focused, which is seeking a distraction and withdrawing away from that stressor. And that's a a really simple one. I think we've covered that in a previous episode where, you know, Caleb said that he likes to remove himself from a situation and take that time away to, you know, collect his thoughts and think about what's going on. And then he can readdress it. And that's that's what avoidance focused is. We're, we're not looking at an avoidance as a negative term in this situation. It's just the description of that style of coping mechanism. So, you know, what what Perfect. do you think about those different styles, Caleb? Well, my favorite thing
0: about them is the fact that we're going to start talking about the unhealthy side and the healthy side of these particular coping mechanisms. And I really love the fact that there's so many as well. We've looked through the different amounts, right? And they're just endless. And there's so many that apply. And, you know, while reading through them, you're sort of going, oh, no, like, I've done that unhealthy one. Oh, no, I've done that unhealthy one. But then there's some good as well. And you look at some of them, you go, hey, I I actually hit the mark. I I do some of the really healthy ones. So it's good to reflect on. So I'm I'm excited to reflect on, on these coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, let's let's kick straight into some of them. And I kind of took real big control there, and I want you to talk about maybe one or two unhealthy coping mechanisms that you've noticed since we started recording this episode.
0: Some unhealthy mechanisms that I've noticed. Well, or ones that I've read about. Ones that I like. I say ones that I like, you shouldn't like, you shouldn't like an unhealthy, (laughs) you shouldn't like an unhealthy coping mechanism. Uh, there's so many avoidance. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about avoidance because as you, as you mentioned before, that is one of my coping mechanisms that I, that I turn to a lot. And then I've turned to a lot in the past as well, healthy and unhealthy. So unhealthy side, you've got things like, I'm going to rattle them off because there is a fair few. You've got things like substance abuse, smoking, denial, and behavioural disengagement. You've got impulse spending, overeating, undereating, as well as self harm. And that's a massive list, isn't it? Mm,
1: and those yeah. things
0: are. Uh, I, I, I've I've done. I, I, I want to say that I haven't done any of those, but I unfortunately I think I have to go and say I, I've done all of those. At different points, you know the the worst one for me was probably the the substance abuse. I spent a good good chunk of my life avoiding problems through substance abuse, whether that be alcohol or drugs, and they're used in a negative way to neglect a stressful situation. So then, I guess what it says here too is that just it's an in or it's a it's a destructive way of dealing with a problem. And it just ultimately makes that problem unresolved. It keeps that problem unresolved. So I've had a lot of experience with that one and taken a long time to turn that into a healthy version of that mechanism. What about, what about you? What are, what are some unhealthy avoidance coping mechanisms that you've found yourself fall into before?
1: Okay, so all right, so we'll, yeah, I'll address the avoidance in. focus coping <laughs> mechanisms that you you brought up, and so just to quickly reiterate, the ones that they've brought up on this list is substance abuse, smoking, denial, behavioral disengagement, impulsive spending, overeating, and self harm. Now, unfortunately, I tick every box there, and it's. Yeah, oh, it's such a, oh, it slaps you in the face, I guess, doing these podcasts because you think to yourself that, you know what, I've got a lot of healthy coping mechanisms. And then you go through and you read what the unhealthy ones are and you start to think, damn it, I've done that one. Oh, I've done that. And then suddenly you're just checking off the yep. lists. <laughs> the only one that I don't really have, I've never had a problem with is substance abuse, unless you count smoking, then yes. I can tick substance abuse off, but I've never had a problem with alcohol or drugs or anything like that. Uh, actually, no, smoking is a separate one. So, winning. There's one there that I didn't get to check off. Yes, <laughs> but every everything, everything else, I am, I have been notorious for, and some of those things I still am. And you know, it just—I'm not judging myself for having these coping neck and neck 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 mechanisms because it is what it is i hate that saying i hate it so bad it's such a bad saying i can't believe I you ju- i can't it. believe you just use that i can't believe you just use that yeah i know yeah you, you, yep.
0: you you're right you're right though there is there are, and while we're we're saying yeah okay we we can sit here and say these are unhealthy mechanisms and you be sitting you could be sitting there listening going oh shit I fall in the same category, right? But that's okay because these are still coping mechanisms that at the end of the day still help you in some way with the problem. It's probably not going to help in the long term. The problem's still going to stick around. But yeah, in the short term, I guess it may help and it may help you. And I'm definitely not saying go out and do these unhealthy avoidance mechanisms because it's, oh, that's why it's unhealthy. That's why it's, that's why we say it's unhealthy. So definitely don't go and do that, right? Don't go actively looking to tick off all these boxes. Uh, don't take a leaf out of Christian's book and, and try to tick off all of them. But I guess what we're trying to say is... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I guess what we're trying to say is, is yeah, like it's, it's common to have fallen on at least one of these... Unhealthy mechanisms, especially in the avoidance category, it's it's such a it's such an easy thing to do. Close yourself off, move away from the situation, and then go and deal with it in an unhealthy manner. So, yeah, what what do you think about that in terms of like maybe changing it? You know, if you think about some of those unavoidance, unhealthy avoidance. uh, Oh, yep. Good. We're, we're doing really well with the whole punctuation, clear talking tonight. Really, really good. The, what do you think about the changing that unhealthy avoidance focus coping mechanism, taking that particular one that you may have trouble with and then changing it, uh, trying to attempt using it in a healthy fashion instead? Take, what, take one of yours, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you go about trying to make it a, a healthy
1: mechanism instead? I just want to say it's mechanism. What it's, am I saying? It's, it's not a king. Mechanism? Mecking. No,
0: mechanism. you're saying mecking.
1: Mechanism? Mechanism. Mechanism? Yeah, you, you're adding like an I-N-G. It's, it's like, probably just... You're like it's mechanism. Just mechanism. Mechanism.
0: It's probably just my accent.
1: I'm a <laughs> Queenslander. I'm a Victorian. I have the same accent. <laughs> <laughs> ew. Ew.
0: ew. <laughs> what? Didn't you know that?
1: When? No, well, I
0: mean, I guess I'm not really a Victorian. I was born in Victoria and I spent the first six years of my life in Victoria. So they, eh, so they go, no, count. it doesn't count. I'm more of a Queenslander, but I don't know. Maybe I, my family are Victorian. So mm. maybe the way my vocab and speech came from, I don't know, the way that the English language is said down there, I'm not sure.
1: I have this problem all the time. like. People used to say school, 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 school. S- school. school. Yeah. Right? I think. Do you know how often I get picked on down here for saying school? A school?
0: Yeah, school. What do they call it down there?
1: I can't do it. I can't, It's school, school. Yeah, school. because apparently Queensland has put like an e. In front of their double O's. So we got like school, pool, tool. Wool.
0: And no one else
1: does it. Yeah. But try and say school without having that eel in front of it. Like, try and say school. 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 No, not really. It sounds sounds very English. Like
0: English accent. School. Yeah, I don't know about that.
1: Anyway, this has like gone like well on a tangent yeah. because making mechanisms. Anyway, so we're talking about trying to compare one of my many unhealthy coping mechanisms and see if I can turn it into a positive one. If I if I understood you correctly, you did. So, uh, do I? have I'm going to choose an easy. Let's one choose an because, easy one. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the unhealthy mechanisms. Oh wow! I said it now. Wow. Maybe you've been saying oh. it the
0: whole time, and I got it from you. No, I have <laughs>
1: not been. I've been saying mechanism. Bite me, Caleb. So one of the unhealthy mechanisms comes under problem focused coping, which I didn't really identify as, but here we are. Over analyzing the problem is an unhealthy mechanism, and I am pretty bad at this one, to be honest. So I've mentioned it before, I have BPD. And one of the things that that kind of makes me do is I will have entire conversations in my head that do not involve the other person. And a really good example of this is I wanted to go see a band, I wanted to go see Cattle Decapitation and Archspire. And I thought to myself, instead of having this conversation with my girlfriend at the time, I had the conversation in my head. And that went along the lines of, I want to go see these bands. I showed my girlfriend these bands. She didn't like the music. My friend, who I did show the bands to, liked the bands. So instead of asking my girlfriend if she would like to come along and see the bands and then having her say yes because she feels guilty about not going or me having to feel rejection from her saying no, I'm going to go straight to my friend and ask them if they want to come to the bands. And that was the wrong thing to do. I got my ass chewed out so goddamn hard. Even after I explained how I came to that conclusion, but... That's what over analyzing and overthinking looks like to me i I tried not to do it, but b p d things I have a lot of conversations in my head that just do not involve the other person, and when it comes to potential problems or stresses around me, I will do the exact same thing. I might see something starting to happen, and I will plan out that whole situation in my head i've Come up with all of the possible outcomes and and drawn a conclusion before that problem's even taken a step out the door. So, how to turn that into a healthy <laughs> coping mechanism would be instead of letting my mind kind of run wild with it, it's addressing the problem or the conversation. And yes allowing myself to, to make these preparations and plans, but at the same time, also not completely coming to a conclusion, not having that definitive conclusion set in stone. Mm. So using that example with my, my ex-girlfriend and the bands. So instead of me just going straight to my friend and saying, Hey, do you want to come see these bands with me? I should have had that conversation in my head, made the plans, weighed it all up and gone to my girlfriend at a time and said, hey, look, these two bands are coming to Adelaide. I really want to go see them. I know that you didn't really like the music when I showed it to you, but I'm still going to ask if you want to come. So you don't have to come if you don't want to, but I just want to reach out and give you that opportunity. To say yes or no yourself, that's the healthy way to do it. And I didn't. Yes. Oh, it is.
0: I've been there. I've done the exact same thing, the exact same thing. And it took me a long time to work that out, work out how that communication there can just be changed in a little way and it would make it so much better. So yeah, I guess you could say, Christian, it's just a matter of not overthinking. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll stop, I'll stop, I'll stop. Oh, great, that's fantastic. I what mean, if I look at, uh, I know, hey, I know I won't, you know, I won't. Um, the <laughs> I've lost my spot. So no, that's I really like that, and uh, that's a that's a great way of being able to turn a unhealthy unhealthy mechanism into a healthy one. Yeah. I guess one yeah, I so... could talk about is, yeah, sorry. The one I could talk about would, I guess, just be the avoidance one. And that's why I keep coming back to that, but I think I just have the most experience in that that one and turning it into a healthy, healthy habit instead. So there's well, there's lots of different things you can do. Taking yourself away is, is still fine and still really good, but it's what you do when you take yourself away from a particular situation or a problem. So I used to take myself away from a problem and then go and substance, use substance to mask the problem. And now... I found myself; it's a lot better for me now to do go doing some go do something a lot more productive, a lot more healthy. So take yourself away from the situation, and I believe we talked about this in in a couple episodes before before this one. And for me, it's always you know going and playing what's behind me. You know, obviously that's a that's a healthy way of dealing with. Uh, you know, not necessarily, no, it's not dealing with the problem because you're not dealing with the problem. You're avoiding the problem for the time being, but you're using a healthy mechanism to be, I think I did it again, sorry. We're using a healthy mechanism to then clear our heads so that we can go and deal with the problem. So yeah, that's how I would would go about doing it. So I just wanted to give my example there because I really liked yours and yeah.
1: It's all about sharing. I'm not hogging all the spotlight here, buddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, this is good. I'm, I'm trying to... Christian, Christian, was, Christian was good enough to come up with the idea for this episode. So i really happy with letting him uh, take the reins, to be honest. This is a great, it's a great. It's a great topic. It really is. It's a fantastic topic to talk about. These are not talked about enough. I can't stress that enough. That these this topic isn't talked about enough. I think these, well, this particular topic, goes a long way to helping anyone get better. Me, me included, get better at dealing, managing your mental health.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, really important. It's it's kind of funny, like just what you said just then made me think of a really good example actually so saying that these issues aren't really talked about or discussed so in regards to this episode in particular the amount of times that I've spoken to a friend in need of some mental health support or advice and I've been completely shut down down when it comes down to the nitty gritty part of it. And you, for me the nitty gritty part is actually listening to what I've said and making those changes to implement my suggestions. I don't expect people to listen to what I say, take it as the bible and and do it, but I do expect that you at least pay me the courtesy of taking on board a little bit of what I've said because I'm not talking out my ass and so that's not the point the point is the amount of people that have really unhealthy coping mechanisms and just are completely unwilling to address them when they're pointed out and the, the the huge one the absolutely huge one that i constantly hear in conversations about this is when i'm struggling i just lock myself in my room and hide away from my friends and family that's not healthy it's, it's so unhealthy and the amount of people that just use it as an avoidance of the situation is astronomical. I've done it. You've done it. Everyone does it. But when you're not willing to accept that it's unhealthy and make a change, because what's going on when you're using an avoidance coping mechanism is you're making the situation worse for yourself. If you already suffer from a mental illness, such as depression, anxiety, whatever it is, all you're doing is feeding the, the negative sides of what mm-hmm. you're going through by isolating yourself and removing yourself from any sort of support networks. It, even just having that just brief conversation during the day, hey, how's your day going? How have you been? Those are really, really important. And when you isolate yourself and you do not want to change that situation... That's a toxic yeah. coping mechanism. It's going from an unhealthy coping mechanism yeah. to a toxic one because it's hurting you. Yes. Yes. And so
0: just feeding off of that, that's obviously an unhealthy social coping mechanism. Now, it's, it's, an, easy, it's an easy fix, and, and I can sit here and say it's an easy fix, and it's not. It, it, it's not. Okay, it's it's easy to say it is. It's easy on paper, it's easy to read that it's gonna be easy to change, but ultimately it isn't. It'll take a lot of time and practice and patience. But the the opposite, the healthy, right? And you've already mentioned it and talked about it, is just going and talking to somebody, anybody, and just opening up a little bit. It doesn't have to be everything. It doesn't even have to be about the problem that you're facing. But going and talking to someone. And getting a different perspective can really give you the opportunity to think about things in a different way, and that may be all you need to help you solve your problem. and that way you don't need to go and close off yourself in, in a room and, and isolate yourself from friends and, and family and and your support network. But if you do find that opportunity to go and have that small conversation, it can go a massive. Massive long way.
1: So, really, really good. Yeah, yeah, really safe. good point there. So, we've, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <coughs> so, we've discussed You're excused. an introduction to coping, the definition, why we need it, what some of the mechanisms are. Wow, we're smashing it tonight. Anyway, so we try to bring up oh, a so quote every episode. And this week's quote is from Virginia Satia, and they're an American author, a clinical social worker, and a psychotherapist. Yes, for psychotherapists, they are lifesavers. So the quote is, problems are not the problem. Coping is the problem. And that quote is amazing because it hits the nail on the head the problem isn't always going to be the hard part we get put in problems all day every day whether they're little they're huge they come they go we deal with them the problem is dealing with it and that's what they're saying is the problems aren't the problem it's coping with it that is the problem it's whether you can make yourself adjust to accept or live with this change in your situation, and that is really hard. And it's perfect. I I absolutely love this quote. And feel free to jump in and and tell me what you think about it, Caleb. Does that reach out to you? Yeah, that's fantastic. It's a fantastic quote. Well done
0: finding that one. The the whole idea of the problem being the coping, it re, it really is, isn't it? Pro- problems are going to happen. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are, how you are, what you are. Problems are going to happen. So, our ability to cope, our ability to problem solve, is what's going to get us through. It is the coping that is the hard part. So, yeah, and that that's that's the the nitty gritty of everything we've discussed about. So I really like that quote. That's a, a brilliant way to almost, you know, finish the the topics that we've been discussing.
1: Mm, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's perfect. That's kind of, yeah, where I'd like to end this and we'll have a little ad break and we'll come back and talk about our music, which as we say every week, I'm really excited for this. This is my favorite part. (laughs) So Caleb, would you like to introduce our sponsors?
0: Oh, yes, I will. Uh, we will be back with a quick ad break. The pain in our head podcast is proudly sponsored by music magic co and Brisbane rock band, the flying circus. Visit the links in the podcast description for more information. Back to the show. Welcome back to the pain in our head podcast. Now, I'm not going to keep it a secret. Uh, Our sponsors, I know you've just heard them, but Music Magic Co. is a tutoring business that I do run myself. So if you or anyone you know do or are interested in learning an instrument of some description, I teach drums, guitar, and keyboard. I can do some vocals as well. Uh, Please follow the link in our description. So... Back to talking about music. Now, this is the best part of the podcast, in my opinion. As we always say each week, we've got some fantastic songs lined up this week that, that really do. Well, they they do fit into what we've been talking about in regards to the coping mechanisms. So I'm really excited to have a chat about them. Yours, yours is a good one. Would you like to bring up yours first?
1: Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. Thank you. So every week, I guess we're trying to tie in our song choices with the episode theme. And for, I think we'll probably try to continue this trend unless a really exciting song comes out that we really, really, really need to talk about anyway. So my song that is my coping mechanism for this, this episode, it's, Really helped me through some hard times, and this is my song that I go to when I really need to bring things back into perspective and I just need to kind of center myself and go, You know what? It's gonna be okay, you've been through problems before, and you will get through more problems as life goes on. So, the song that I've chosen this week, it's called Bad Life, and it's by Sigrid and Bring Me the Horizon. Now, I guess I'll put in a little trigger warning here. It's about to get really heavy. There's going to be talks on suicide. So, this song was introduced to me by a friend, and it was introduced to me after i had made an attempt on my life i had tried to overdose i was in a very bad place and they had reached out to me and were talking to me i had so when i when i made my attempt i was in the hospital for a bit and i was actually mm-hmm. re-diagnosed because i was originally diagnosed with depression and anxiety And they, when I made the attempt, they they had a real big sit-down interview, all that sort of thing. And they came to the conclusion that I have borderline personality disorder. So you'll hear me talk about BPD all the time. That's what it is, borderline personality disorder. And so this person also has BPD. And we'd been chatting and I'm like, look, this is a song that I listened to. And I think you're really going to appreciate it. And I was like, okay, fine. And so I listened to it and it just hits home for me every single time that I'm capable of stepping back and going, no, you need to center yourself because not every time you're going to be able to do it. Sometimes you can't, sometimes you're just not in that position to go, yeah, I need to put a curb on this right now before it spirals out of control. So Just keep that in mind. It's not always going to work. And so, this is the song that I go to when I'm in control and I feel myself starting to spiral out of control. And it just, the lyrics, everyone's damaged, a little depressed. Every now and then, we get the feeling on our chest. Some days I'm a loser. I brush my teeth in the dark, head above water in the swimming pool of sharks. And the amount of times that I've gotten up in the morning, completely hating my life and just wishing that I hadn't woken up and brushed my teeth in the dark. <laughs> it's just it's too real. And And you get up so yeah, early in the morning sorry. too.
0: <laughs> so it's it, do. it, it, I it, it, is, it is it is dark when you get up in the morning.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I my alarm goes off and it's like quarter to four in the morning so yes it is it is quite dark still and yeah so to to carry on with the the lyrics the the um the the chorus when the world is on your shoulders and the weight of your own heart is too much to bear well I know that you're afraid things will always be this way it's just a bad day not a bad life and that that last line in that chorus it's just a bad day not a bad life that's the part that hits me and helps to center me because it doesn't matter what's going on at the time because things will pass you will move on and get through it and and that's it like you just need to remember it's just a bad day it's not a bad life Yeah, things have gone wrong in your life in the past. Things are going to go wrong in the future. They do not define a bad life. There may be sections in your life that have been harder than others. They've been worse than others. But overall, it's not a bad life. It's just a bad time. It's just a bad day. It's a bad situation. It will pass. And that song just really drives that point home for me. And even after I'd made the first attempt on my life, it was probably eight months later, eight, Mm. nine months later that I made a second attempt. And while I was in the mental health ward, that song was on repeat over and over and over. That was all I did while I was there. I didn't have access to my phone straight away because they take all your belongings (laughs) off you. So when I got access to my phone and I had wireless headphones luckily because you can't have wired headphones because that's a risk that was all I did was I paced around the air like the corridors I just walked around humming that song to myself because it was a bad time not a bad life mm-hmm. I was going to get through it and when I get out of that mental health ward I was going to you know live my life again And for the better part, I did. I got slapped around with more bad news when I got out, but that's a story for another day. And that's just how it is. That's life. Sometimes you just get raw dogged by the universe (laughs) and you just got to, you got to push back and and just take it sometimes. Sometimes it's just a
0: spiraling effect.
1: It just keeps,
0: it just keeps stacking up, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. Then that's fantastic. What a great song that is. Great lyrics. Yeah, talk me through so. what it sounds like. I mean, I don't even have to. no one has to uh, ask, really. We know you're a massive metalhead. But talk us through what it sounds like anyway. You know, from the from the verse to the chorus, is there – you know, do you, you tell me – you know, I've heard the song. but Do um, you tell me what you feel when, you know, going from verse to the chorus and things like that and the differences?
1: Okay. Okay. I hate you. But, <laughs> well, you, you probably don't. haven't heard it for a little while. What? No, you say that, but I listened to it oh, this morning. So i li- I listened to it a lot. This is my coping <laughs> mechanism. Oh, that's it. I have to cope a lot.
0: <laughs> and by the way, by the way, so, sorry, just going to put it out there too. Mm. Listening to music is a healthy coping mechanism. Just going to just going to throw that in there.
1: Mm -hmm. It it is. You are correct. It is. So it's it's got Sigrid opening the intro Mm -hmm. verse up, and she does the the intro verse into the, the first chorus, and then Ollie from Bring Me the Horizon comes in and does a second verse. And his second verse is amazing. It really resonates with me well because I love his kind of clean vocals and he does a little bit heavier, not, not so much screaming in this one, but just a little bit of an edge to it. And I, I really like that sort of vocal style. And even the lyrics that he he sings in this, it's amazing. Again, everything's backwards and I'm hanging on. No matter how hard I try, I always come undone. I'm back in the corner, uncomfortably numb, watching myself become a shadow of someone. Mm. It's hard to find a place to hide when you're running from what's inside. No matter where you go, there you are. So tonight I'll go to war with me because I'm my own worst enemy and I don't want to fight anymore. And that's all about the battles that you have in your head. And someone that has BPD, that's their life. Mm. It's a constant battle with your own thoughts. So that really resonates home with me. And the rest of the song just goes on repeating the, the chorus And it's just the lyrics, man. Like, it's not a particularly fancy song. It's not something that I would normally listen to in in terms of style. But that song has gotten me through some sticky situations where I've just wanted to give up. I've been stuck inside my own head. And it's just helped ground and center me and keep me plodding on along. So that's my kind of thoughts on this song. So Brilliant. let's hear yours. Yeah,
0: okay. Let's go into mine. Mine's a, mine's a good song. I haven't actually heard it for a while until the other day when I actually sent it to Christian because I thought he had a really good voice for it. I thought he'd be able to sing it to me, and he did. He did it really well. I was really impressed. So this song is called Rx, Medicate" by Theory of a Dead Man. Uh, this song was released in 2017 of the Wake Up Call album, if I remember correctly. And this song, oh, gosh, it's a fantastic song. I first heard it during the COVID period. So I'm talking mm, start of the year 2020, like when things just just started, okay? So, for example, early on in that year, January, February, I lost my my job. I was, I, I guess, fired or made redundant, whatever you want to call it, with the situation that was going on. And I'm sure a lot of people listening may have gone through a similar situation. And I was listening to this song, and I found myself in a similar position to what this song was sort of talking about. And it's interesting because this song was released pre-COVID, so it's it. it it's really interesting, the themes that are talked about throughout this song, knowing that it was actually released pre-COVID. But, so for example, the first, the first couple of lines are, wake up to a cloudy day, dark rolls in, it starts to rain, staring out to the cage like walls, time goes by and the shadows crawl. Now, especially that third line, staring out to the cage like walls, that's what it was like during COVID. And I'm sure a lot of people would know this, no matter from where you're listening to. it's it, You woke up, every day was the same. You looked at the same four walls. There's the same everything. And I fell into an awful, awful depression through that time. As I said, I lost the job. And all we had to do was, was not really anything but be stuck with our own thoughts. Inside those four walls, so uh, this song is a little bit again uh, I guess a little bit about sitting around and medicating, so partaking in if we want to link it back to the mental health side of things, partaking in the I guess the substance abuse. so during that time that that's how you felt and the the chorus kind of goes oh I, I'm so friggin bored, nothing to do today. Uh, I guess I'll sit around and medicate. And that just, that was what, that was what life was like. So this song, I don't know whether it helped me more or pushed me further towards just wanting to stay in that kind of depressive state. But at the same time, I think it also helped me kind of think about what was happening during that period and how I could change to make it better. So fantastic song. It starts off quite gentle. And then even the choruses are still quite gentle throughout the song. And by the time it gets to the end, I think the whole point that it's getting across is now I'm starting to get a bit angry because I'm so bored. I'm so stuck in these walls. I'm so sick of just putting down whatever I can, whatever substance I can to get through the day. And then it just gets a little bit heavier towards the end. And, yeah, fantastic song. I love the lyrics. I love the vocals. I love the production. It's an all-round really good song. So go check it out. Go have a listen. Mm.
1: You know, I'd never listened to Theory of a Dead Man until you suggested that song to me. And I was like, okay, this is, this is kind of cool. I haven't listened to any other of their their songs yet. Um, but, I, like you said, I have tried to sing that song. and. It's. I didn't have a problem with COVID. I was an essential worker, so I got to go out of the house every day and and do my thing. I wasn't stuck there, so I can't really relate to it. Except for when I actually caught COVID, that was a horrible experience. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the, the the song still. I relate to it in a, a similar way, but. Obviously, I relate to it in a BPD way where, you know, you're staring out to the cage like walls, time goes by and the shadows crawl. To me, that reminds me of when I'm stuck in my head. And so I've said this a couple of times now, like, you know, I'm stuck in my head. And what I mean by that is I'll get in this loop, like a a thought loop where I will just roll over and over and over. Just so many different thoughts. Just back to back. There's no there's no gap between them. There's no just it it can go anywhere and everywhere. And it just it will roll and roll and roll. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's to me, it's you know staring at the cage like walls. That's my head and time goes by, the shadows crawl. And it just it feels like I've been in my head for years and in reality it's only been a couple of minutes so sometimes I will you know get stuck in my head for an hour and you're exhausted after that and yeah it's it's such a good song and I just yeah I'm really grateful that you showed it to me because it's now uh, a song that I listen to most days it gets it gets a play
0: yeah it's a good song it really is i'm glad
1: i remembered it
0: i hadn't i hadn't actually listened to it for a fair few years i think during that covid period there was a lot of music that i listened to during that that time and once i got through that 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 you know those days bad times i think i changed a lot of the music that i would listen to on the on the
1: regular basis so yeah but so hmm. I do want to bring up too we when we were discussing notes for this this podcast, so like a little background on the the podcast is we don't script this essentially we we send some notes to each other about what the layout for the the podcast is going to look like. you know this is the introduction, this is the part I want to talk about, blah 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 blah. But there's no actual scripts or particular notes in regards to what we actually want to say. This is all just straight off the top of our heads. We're having a discussion. You guys are getting dragged along <laughs> to the right. So, anyway, Caleb and I were discussing songs for what we were going to talk about today. And I had my song straight up. I 100% knew what it was. There was no changing it for me. But Caleb had two other songs that he had picked out before he came to this one. Yeah. And one of those songs is a song that we were both absolutely belting out to each other over Discord <laughs> because it's an absolute banger. And that is Bliss and Esso, Friends Like You, featuring Lee Fields. My
0: mind is scaring and me right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's it, man. That that hook, it's just those lines. My mind's scaring me right now. When somebody oh. shine a little light down, it's just like, oh is there anybody out there. Is there anybody oh, out off. there? Yeah. <laughs> we we we'd had a bit of a
0: fangirl moment together, I think, when we when I said that song over. Mm. And yeah, we started singing it over Discord together and just belting it at the top of our lungs. And that is a fantastic song, too. I, we brought up a Bliss and Soul song before on the podcast? I don't think we have. Not yet. Not up until this point.
1: No. So we had the exact same problems we had last week. We recorded this episode yesterday mm. and ended up binning it because we had technical difficulties. Yes. And so here we are again the next day doing it. And the song you chose... Yesterday, when we recorded it originally, was another Bliss and Esso song, and that was "Believe" featuring Mario. Yes. So, technically, yes, on the podcast we have spoken about a Bliss yes. and Esso song, but that podcast doesn't. It doesn't exist.
0: Bit. Yeah. Mm. Oh,
1: fantastic! Well, yeah. I know we
0: try to like we try to not talk about the same. the the same artist or a song from the same artist, you know, two weeks in a row at least. Uh, But to give you a little bit of an insight into next week, I will definitely be talking about a Bliss and SO song. Mm. And we're going to be talking about regret and what regret can do to our mental health. So I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Thanks for coming along to the ride, uh, coming along on the ride. It's been fantastic talking about coping mechanisms. It's been fantastic getting your opinion, Christian, on, on some of these things. And I've really enjoyed talking about it today.
1: Yeah, me too, man. It's been a great episode. I've enjoyed it. And like Caleb said, next week, we're talking about regret. And that's something that both of us are going to be able to just babble on and on and on about. So yep, look forward to that's that. It. And <laughs> like we say at the end of every week, make sure you email us, yep. comment on the video on YouTube, send messages to our social media platforms, just reach out to us, yeah. give us a chat, talk about any of the episodes, talk about things that you just want to talk about. We're here to listen, we're here to chat to you. And if we don't reply to your message, um, directly, we might just say, "Hey, look, this is a really good topic. We're going to make an episode on it." So, yeah,
0: and yeah, we'll, you know, we'll do it. our best to get get back to everybody. Absolutely, we've already loved the engagement that we've received. So, looking forward to getting more engagement. And yeah, as Christian mentioned, yeah, we're on YouTube. So, if you're only listening to us uh, talk at the moment, if you're only listening on Spotify or or Amazon or however you're listening to the podcast, and you want to, you know, see our BFFs, and I mean big fucking foreheads in that regard. <laughs> if if you want to see that, go to our YouTube Pain in the Head podcast and you can have a look at our ugly faces on the internet. But until then, thank you very much. Uh, we're so looking forward to spending more time with everyone next week. But until then, it's okay to not be okay. <laughs> see you later, guys.